This is Jeff Cooper for the All Night Show, and we're talking with Daryl Mansfield of Gentle Faith, and we'll be having his music tonight and some of uh, his comments on his Christian life, and now Daryl Mansfield. Well, Daryl, you were just talking to me briefly before. You've changed the format, not the format, but rather the uh, name of your group and some of the members. Could you talk about that just for a minute? Uh, yeah, we've uh, actually this tour we've we've kind of booked it as Daryl Mansfield and Gentle Faith for the fact that we have changed the name to Daryl Mansfield Band. We've been performing as a Daryl Mansfield Band for about oh, about four months now. And uh, but a lot of the people up here up north haven't you know heard the name change, so we just did it Daryl Mansfield and Gentle Faith, so people would be familiar with it. And, and then we're usually announced that night as Daryl Mansfield Band. So it's kind of a way to you know to bring the new name in, you might say, so people will know what's going on. Okay. Now, how did you start uh, in music yourself? Well, I've been singing for about oh, about nine or ten years myself. And, uh, uh, I sang mainly, you know, in clubs and things like that for about three or four years before I met the Lord. And then when I met the Lord, I, I, I still played in clubs for about a year or so and, and kind of, uh, you know, I kind of was trying to, you might say, witness to, uh, uh, to people in, in, in a situation, uh, to a sec- in a secular situation, but found out that it was pretty impossible for me to do. Not that it wasn't possible, it was just really hard because no, nobody else in the group was, were Christians and, and it wasn't really, uh, you know, it wasn't e- equally yoked, you know. And uh, I, it was just times when I would just, you know, get off stage and, and some would say, hey, you know, you know, you want some drugs or you want to want to get loaded or you want to drink some booze or whatever. They'd offer you, you know, a drink or something. And uh, I'd say, no, I'm a Christian, you know. And it, it didn't mean nothing. You know, it was like, oh, that's groovy. I meditate, you know. Whatever gets you through the night type thing, you know. <laughs> and, it, and my witness just didn't really, it was just so stagnated. And uh, the environment was just getting too heavy for me. So uh, I just actually quit music and, you know. I started studying the Word more and I went to Bible school in Meldingman down in Anaheim, California. School of theology there. And I started doing some musicals and singing some musicals and, and writing some songs. And, uh, a friend of mine, Chuck Gerard, uh, who I knew a lot of people that he knew when, we were, when he used to play in clubs and stuff. But I asked if he'd help me uh, do a demo. And, and uh, he said, sure. In fact, he, we ended up going to the studio and, uh, and doing some songs. And that's where I met a, a couple of guys that were in uh, Gentle Faith, and they asked me to join the group. At the time, they were called Gentle Faith. They were called Shiloh. And, uh, and they asked me to join the group and sing. And so I did, and then we changed it to Gentle Faith. What year was that that you formed Gentle Faith? Uh, I think it was, let me think, it was, I think it was 75. 75. Yeah, early 75. So it was about three years ago. Is it any connection with a, a group that was on a, a Larry Norman bootleg album that they mentioned, Gentle uh, Faith, or is that a different group? Well, it, in a sense it was, because it was all new new, new members, but Henry Catrona, the bass player, was uh, was actually uh, uh, in that group, Gentle Faith, the original. And uh, and so when we, when we asked, went with Maranatha Music and did an album, before we did, uh, 
we join up with them and uh, they uh, they mentioned the fact that you know why don't you guys call yourselves gentle faith you know they said that to Henry and Henry goes well you know what do you guys think I go yeah I don't care you know that sounds fine to me so we just kind of went from there the music I mean the, the name didn't kind of didn't fit the music sometimes because it was kind of people got the impression that we were a acoustic group or soft group because it said gentle and here we were kind of hard rock you know so it was kind of fun so, how did you meet the Lord exactly? You talked a bit about that. What brought you to the place that you realized you needed the Lord in your life? Well, I've, I've always loved the Lord. It's, you know, Growing up, I, I was raised in a church, but I never, in the church that I went to, they never preached the gospel uh, and never preached uh, uh, the fact that you had to be born again. And uh, so that was... Uh, you know, the, the main problem, of course, in my life because I didn't really have a personal relationship with Christ. But at the same time, I've always loved the Lord. And, and, and uh, you know, as a kid, I, 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 I remember times over and over again that I just really would have, you know, times where I'd really just pray because both my parents were alcoholics. And, you know, I had a lot of problems when I was growing up as far as my family. I never drank or got into drugs, consequently, because of that, seeing all those problems in my own family's life, but um, I didn't come to the Lord until I was 20, 22 years old, you know. Uh, I was in a rock and roll band, and the guitar player's mom was a, a born again, you know, uh, just filled with the spirit, you know, woman, you know, and she just loved the Lord so, so much, and her life was just an incredible witness, and uh, I just saw so much love in her, I, I was just drawn to her, and I was drawn to, you know, to ask her, you know, gosh, you know, what, you know. How do you know the Bible so well, you know? Because I didn't know anybody knew the Bible. And she began to share with me. I began to read the Bible and the next day I knew it. I was just going, I couldn't believe it. You know, I just couldn't believe that anybody could read and understand the Bible. And I realized you can, you know, you can know the Lord personally in this life. So I gave my life to the Lord. And, uh, and, uh, and I gave my music to Him. And like Moses, you know, as he threw down the staff in the wilderness, the Lord told him to pick it up. But realize it wasn't his staff anymore; it was the Lord's. And that's kind of the same same way I've done with music. You know, it's just the Lord's music. And it's His life. And Praise the Lord. Amen. How is Gentle Faith as a band when it it got its real its uh, permanent sound rock, like you say, hard rock, mm -hmm. and a uh, mixture of soft rock and country rock? How have Christians? received you as a band do they uh, still hold the same feelings about Christian rock music well we were we were one of the first groups even down at Cowie Chapel in fact I can't forget the first time we ever played there <laughs> the response of the crowd was, I it was just I didn't know I you know I've never I didn't know what a Christian performer was supposed to be like or a minister or anything. And, and I just was just, just being myself but uh, I remember stepping off stage and, and uh, Chuck Butler throwing his arms around me and, and, and Tom Stott kind of smiling and, and kind of in, not an embarrassment, but kind of going, hey, that was all right, you know. And, and uh, I didn't realize it, but, but uh, I guess it, at that time, in, in the early 70s even, and, and of course the 60s, uh, 
people were really afraid to express anything on stage. Not that I, would, I didn't jump around or anything, but I mean, just really, I mean, they were so stiff. They stood up there like, you know, mannequins, you know, like spiritual mannequins, and they were just so afraid to, to you know, even show any expression on their face. And, you know, I didn't know any of that. Of course, I was just, to me, uh, I had more of a reason to, to express myself now than I ever did because I was singing music that was giving life, not just rocking somebody out. You know? And uh, so, you know, the reaction of it was, uh, was really, uh, you know, at first it was kind of, wow, you know, what's this, you know? And it was good, though. Uh, we've had times, though, that we've been to churches and, and people uh, on the first couple songs, you know, go, where are these guys coming from, you know? But, you know, towards the, in the middle of the evening as the ministry comes forth, and I really believe in that, if you're doing an evangelical concert, uh, if you're really reaching out to a non-believer, you, you come on with something that, that's going to keep them there. Because you know, they kind of, some people just come to find out what it's all about. And if you can, in a sense, gain their ear and their respect and sit down, and they'll sit down and really listen to you. And then when you have something to say and share from your heart, they'll really listen. And, uh, but a lot of the church people, they don't, they don't understand it. And, and so we don't play that many churches anymore. We, we mainly do just auditoriums and we try to get the people off the street, the freaks like you and me. So no doubt you've, like you're just saying, you've had opportunities to play to non-Christians quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. Have you ever played uh, schools or been asked to do dances or things like that? Uh, never any dances. I wouldn't want to do any dances. No. I don't want people to dance for music. But uh, we do do concerts. We do universities and colleges. And we, you know, we've been hired at Disneyland before. You know, just as a band. Uh, we, in fact, we just did the Republican uh, 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 election returns June 6 down at the South Coast Plaza Hotel in, in uh, Newport Beach. And, uh, in fact, Steve Ford was there and a bunch of different senators. It was a pretty heavy political thing. It was on the news and everything. And we had a great opportunity to share, uh, you know our love for Jesus Christ and we played Jerusalem and all the songs and they dug it. They that really was, dug it. So they really liked it. And they really yeah, and they really responded well and they came to us and they and they asked questions and you know, I feel, you know, people if if you if you really come to people in the right attitude, I believe they'll really listen. If you don't preach at them but you just share with them your love for Christ and and people a lot of people are turned off because they've been away from the church. They walked away from the church because they you know, the biggest excuse is, oh, the church is full of hypocrites, you know, that kind of thing. Which is, you know, they're probably right, you know. You know, I don't think there's anybody on this earth that's not a hypocrite at one time in their life. And that's the problem, is they look at the church and the man and the, and the religion, or even maybe the, the denomination, instead of looking at Christ, the author and finisher of their faith. And, and so we, we share that verbally on stage. Hey, you know, we're not here to preach or cram religion in your throat. We're here to present Jesus Christ. And, and to let you know that he loves you, you know, you know, look at us, you know, do we look like Jesus freaks or preachers, you know, we're just here to share the love of Christ, and you got any questions, come talk to us, and we have a really lot of opportunities to really pray and, and talk to people, and, and pray with them, and uh, give Bibles, we've seen a lot of fruit, we've been in a lot of uh, prisons and stuff too, so it's, it's, it's really been a blessing. So has the temptation ever come to do anything other than non-Christian music? Have you got any big offers from people to do cut just regular rock albums or rock concerts or anything like that? Well, I I, I did before I was a Christian, you know, and uh, 
I was a secular artist before. It doesn't really, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people have ambitions to try to make it or whatever, you know. And I've already made it, you know, I've already arrived. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm God's son now, you know, I'm, I'm a child of the king. And what more do you want, you know? I, I don't have any ambitions and it doesn't really, uh, in fact, I, I'm signed right now to a company that's called International Automated Media, which in a sense is a secular company, but the, the guy who was heading it, Skip Connie, uh, used to play with Three Dog Night. He was a keyboardist, and uh, he was also in a group called Blues Image. He wrote that, that hit song, uh, Ride Captain Ride. And he's been a friend of mine for about five years, and now he's a born-again Christian. And, Praise the Lord. Yeah, it's really neat. We're going to be doing some uh, commercial things, but we're, gonna, we're, going, we're going out there with the gospel, and uh, we're not compromising one iota. Praise the Lord. And uh, that's, where it's, uh, that's where it's at, I think. Cause, yeah. Well, Jesus went and ate with the tax collectors, and, and, he, and he came and he ministered to those who had needs. And uh, I really feel that it's this band's burden, and definitely is mine, to go out to the people that really need to hear the gospel. And, and if that means go out in the street, and that means to, to, you know, to bring them in, then that's what we're going to do. And, 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 you know, in these last days, I feel God's going to use the, the mass media. And, and, and music is probably one of the biggest tools of communication there is today, especially to young people in this generation. So, uh, you know, the commercial way, to me, is, is, a, is a great opportunity to grab the ears. But there's a responsibility when you grab an ear. There's a lot of people that grab ears and, and they make it or whatever, you know, but they don't say nothing. And, and, and Lord forgive me if I don't ever say something when I grab an ear, if, if I have anybody listening, you know, an opportunity when you do, that's the time when you should share your love and your testimony for Christ. And it's sad that people compromise. It really is. But, you know, I, I just... I just have to pray for, for people that do get saved, you know. There's a lot of people that have come to the Lord and that, that have big names already. And they're thrown out in the limelight right away. And uh, they're not grounded in the Word of God. And, and, and a lot of times it, it just uh, it hinders not only them, but the people around. Mm -hmm. And uh, without dropping any names, I know some people personally that mm -hmm. had some really hard times. And, uh, I have a feeling I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, you just got to get grounded. Yeah. And, it, and it's, I feel sorry for the artists because, you know, they get hurt. People do weird things in their heads, you know. And uh, it's just sad. It's really sad. But, you know, no, I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm not tempted in any way. Okay. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now, Daryl, maybe you can just tell us some of the music Gentle Faith has done Pick three songs, you know, whatever you'd like, and uh, explain them to us, okay? Well, Jerusalem is a—it's probably my favorite. I, I've I've sang that for about three years, and as much as I sang it, uh, I haven't got—it hasn't gotten old. In fact, to my surprise, one night I went to a premiere of a movie called uh, uh, Future Survival, and uh, was standing backstage with uh, Chuck Smith and, and a lot of, you know, some friends of mine and stuff. And, uh, and nobody even told me at the end of the movie the song Jerusalem, is, they use it for the soundtrack. And I stood there and it, I got just teary-eyed because it, the movie is so intense anyway. It just shows the last times and it just goes through. The, it's like a documentary and, and, and there's a sunset on Jerusalem. And I've never been to the Holy Land and I've, I've never... Uh, you know, I can't even imagine 
you know, the feeling it would be to be there. But just seeing the sunset on Jerusalem, the song coming on, really just brought to life to me the whole reason the song, you know, says what it's saying. And what it really is saying is it's, it, it's Jesus' cry for a people. He wept over Jerusalem. He said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, though thou who stones the prophets and kills everyone that I've sent to you, he said, how often I want to gather you under my wings as a mother hen would gather her chicks, her brood, but you'd have nothing to do with me. And uh, that's what the song is portrays, is the cry of Jesus. Turn around. Yeah, Turn Around is a song uh, Henry wrote, Henry Catrona, and uh, it it just talks about you know people get caught in up get caught up in, in, in the lies and, and the cares of this world, and and, uh, and it just uh, and there's another way. It just says you know you can turn around. I don't. Henry would probably be the best one to, to talk about it because he wrote it, but. Uh, it's just, it's just giving the, the alternative to the person. Hey, look, if you feel your life's down, you can turn around. And, uh, and you know, he wrote that, I think, when he just first came to the Lord. So it was really kind of an exciting song. Home. Home was actually the first song that I ever wrote when I came to the Lord. And uh, it's just a, really a song about my testimony, just the things that I've been through. I mean, that's, that's exactly how I felt, you know, when I accepted Christ. Uh, there was a voice within me even spoke and said, welcome home. And I knew it. I knew it when, it, when, when I accepted Christ that I was home. And it was like, it, you know, I mean, deja vu isn't even the, the word for it. It's like, you, I knew the minute, I, you know, I knew that you could know the Lord personally, and I read the gospel, that this was what I was living for. All 22 years, I was, this is what I was looking for, and I, and I knew it. It was just that way. So when I uh, began to uh, uh, write and sing for the Lord, this is the first song the Lord gave me. It's the first thing I could think of is home, because I was truly home. Praise the Lord.